This week has been full of such good news. It is impossible to read these texts and not feel a couple of different emotions. First, assurance that God is for us and not against us. This is seen through the incredible sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross and his promise to come to us again. And number two, anticipation. These texts should help us lean into the opportunity we have to live like people who know what lies ahead, and they can't wait to get there. The lives we live now are incredibly important preludes to the life we will lead when Jesus comes. This in no way diminishes the kingdom work we have to do now, but it does remind us that our hope is not in our work, but in the life and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, some people use the second coming as an escape route from the horrors of this life. They see what we do here as unimportant, and they spend their whole lives preparing for heaven. But they do this through pious talk, judgment, and seeking perfection. They figure if they can get it right down here, they will be more accepted up there. There is a thought that the better we are here, the bigger our crowns will be in heaven. Inevitably, This perfection is not seen by the love and grace they present to the world, but in the sin they don't partake in. It is a purity they seek, but often a purity without love. Is purity without love even something to aspire towards? Purity is great, but when we subjugate compassion, mercy, justice, healing, and declaring the Lord's favor to purity, it has become an idol, and an idol that has no ability to save us. I have this feeling that Jesus doesn't want us to go to heaven in robes that have never seen any dirt. Rather, I truly believe that he is okay with our robes being soiled and sullied as we work for the kingdom in tangible and powerful ways. We cannot simply walk through this life unattached to the suffering we see in the world. We have to be a force for good, for hope, and for grace, or we have missed the point of it all. He is interested in how engaged you are with the mission he set forth in Luke chapter 4. He wants us to partner with him in the great co-mission he has given us to tell the world about his love for them. Verses 9 through 11 remind us of this so incredibly at the end of this week. As we look at these texts in the sermon today, ask yourself these questions. Do you have a true belief that you are saved and that no one can take that away? Are you okay with God being your judge? How often do you find yourself questioning your salvation? What is the most important thing to you? Purity or compassion? Are they mutually exclusive? Why or why not? How dirty is your robe today? This week? This month? This year? In what ways have you been taught about the judgment of God? Do you think God is angry with you? Do you know how much God loves you? What has God given you as his great co-mission in life?